Hello everyone and welcome to Book Solid. I'm your host Soraya and I'm here with two things. One, an update on season three and some new content. So if you've been on our Instagram, you've probably seen that I've been kind of throwing this out there um, for the past few posts that we have some new content I want to try, some new content coming soon. And this is kind of going to be my first foray into giving this a try. So I really wanted to do more like short form content here on our feed. Um, You know, I love discussing and reviewing books with with friends, with co-hosts, things like that. But I think it can make it a little challenging if we're discussing books that people haven't yet read. I feel like it makes it almost like there's a prerequisite to have to listen because as you know, you know, it's a spoiler full podcast. So I thought about incorporating more content that's spoiler free. So things like, you know, oh, like my recent five star ratings, um, my ranking certain authors, like their books from my least favorite to my most favorite, um, different things like that. Kind of just whatever themes come to mind. My favorite thrillers, my favorite nonfiction. So yeah, these episodes will also be a little bit shorter, you know, probably somewhere in the 10 to 20 minute range. And it's a little bit more accessible for everyone. So this is going to be the first one. And it's going to be about my favorite Greek mythology retellings. So I'm in a huge Greek mythology kick right now. And I thought this would be really fun to chat about. So that's one thing. Second thing is the update on season three. Now, if you, again, if you follow us on Instagram, you saw that I got COVID in the end of June, early July, and add that to the list of things that caused this season to get derailed. I had a plumbing issue in my house, so I couldn't live there for six weeks, and that was in the middle of like recording with everyone. It's been one thing after the other. And I know I said, like, I'm going to take this time and pick back up where we left off, but I think the way things have gone behind the scenes, it's just going to be easiest to kind of do an indefinite pause on that content. I'm so sorry to anyone who was really looking forward to the books that we had left, but it just doesn't seem like it's going to work out at this moment in time. I'm not saying we'll never cover those books, but as of right now, it's just not totally going to work. So there is one more that was already recorded that hasn't been released released, and that's the episode on The Immortalist by Chloe Benjamin. And I will upload that soon, maybe either this month or next month, so that y'all can have that last one. Um, But yeah, I appreciate all of your patience through this season. It um, obviously did not go according to plan, and uh, we had to kind of switch things up, shake things up. But I'm really excited for this new content. I think it's going to be something fun and different and interesting and kind of revitalize the feed a little bit. So Without further ado, let's get started on my favorite Greek mythology retellings. So as I mentioned, I've been on like a huge Greek mythology kick, maybe the last year and a half. And it all started with the Let's Talk About Myths Baby podcast. I love that podcast. If you don't listen, you totally should. Liv is hilarious and amazing. And I just, I find her show so fascinating And it was all I was listening to for like months on end. And it kind of like awakened something in me that I didn't know was there uh, in terms of Greek mythology. And I've just been having so much fun with it and absorbing it in any way I can. And as I was compiling my list for this episode, I realized that a lot of these on my list are not particularly groundbreaking. Like if you're interested in Greek mythology at all and fiction, which I'm sure you are because you're here listening to a book about or a podcast about fiction, then I'm sure you've heard of these. But I figured it cannot hurt to give my two cents on them. 
throw in some honorable mentions that I actually haven't read yet, but are sitting on my shelf. And one of them actually is one that was supposed to be featured in season three. So if you were looking forward to it, you can get a little taste of it here. So the first one is Ariadne by Jennifer Saint. And this is actually the book that kind of kickstarted my interest in like Greek mythology retellings. So I read this mm, about a year and a half ago now. And Ariadne follows Ariadne, the princess of Crete, um, after she helps Theseus defeat the Minotaur and he leaves her stranded on Naxos. I might mispronounce things because I don't know how everything in Greek mythology is pronounced properly and I always hear it pronounced different ways. But also that's not a spoiler. If you're familiar with Greek mythology at all, that's very, very a very well-known story and there's a lot of specifics that I won't quite get into about the book. But it follows her life after that, as well as her sister Phaedra, who remains on the island of Crete um, after Theseus or Ariadne runs away with Theseus. And oh, this book was just so good. As as I mentioned, it was my first taste of like Greek mythology and fiction and experience in like, Greek mythology retelling. And I loved to see two very different women be highlighted in this story. Like I, I felt like Ariadne and Phaedra both felt so real. And I loved learning more about them, about their connection as sisters, the paths that their lives took. I wasn't intimately familiar with the story before I started reading. I just knew the very, very basics. And it's gut-wrenching and beautiful and so expertly written. And it was like a, a perfect start into the world of Greek mythology for me. The next one I'm going to talk about, which everyone and their mother has read or heard of, I'm sure, because of Book Talk, which I still have not been converted to yet. And I know I'm missing out, but I, I just, I don't know. I can't, I haven't, I haven't crossed over into the world of Book Talk, let alone TikTok yet. Um, but of course, you know, Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller. So this was an episode that I was actually going to feature on season three. And I am really skeptical about books that get super hyped up. Like I'm actually thinking about making an episode on that, like books that didn't live up to the hype. I feel like the more people talk a book up, the less I end up liking it. Not even like for any specific reason, but it's just because the bar gets set so high in my head because everyone's saying it's so good. I feel like it's never going to live up. I almost would like prefer to not hear anyone's opinions about something because it, I, I don't want it to like fall short because of that. Now, that being said, Song of Achilles absolutely lived up to the hype for me. So... It is a retelling of the Iliad following the relationship between Achilles and Patroclus. Oh my gosh, this story. It's just like, what can I say that hasn't been said? It's so, so good. It's so, the love between these two characters, I sobbed for like the last, I don't know, 30, 40 pages of this book, like actual tears streaming down my face, hiccuping, sobbing, because I love them so much. I love the journey that we as readers get to go on with them. And even still knowing how it ends, like didn't make it any less satisfying or any less or any less bittersweet. And I just like, if you've been hesitant because you've seen all the hype, or if you're not sure it's for you, give it a, a read. I promise you will not be disappointed. It's if you, if you read one book, oh, I was going to say, if you read one book out of everything I recommend today, let it be that one. But I actually don't know because there's some serious bangers on this list, but it's so good. If you've been debating, give it a chance. It lives up to the hype. 
And I'm super picky, and I'm still saying that. Okay, A Thousand Ships by Natalie Haynes. This is the one I read most recently. And again, like, it's so good. I, I feel like I've yet to, to read a Greek, me <laughs> a Greek me telling, a Greek retelling that I didn't like. Um, it's just each, it's, each author does something so different with the characters. And it's so funny because I've read ones with characters that overlap. So it's like, oh, I, I know how, like, Madeline Miller has written about this character. And I, or the way they've written them. I know how Natalie Haynes has written this character. So it's actually really interesting um, in my mind when I'm reading it, trying to kind of let go of what I perceive this character to be based on something else that I've read and versus how this author is choosing to present them. But uh, A Thousand Ships focuses on the Trojan War and the aftermath, but specifically on the women who were impacted by it and whose stories are in mythology, historically ignored, forgotten, treated as insignificant. Uh, it follows so many different women, Briseis, Chryseis, Penthesilea, Tro many of the Trojan women like Polyxena, Andromache, Cassandra. And I loved how uh, Natalie Haynes incorporated Calliope into the story. So Calliope is a muse who presides over epic poetry and the way the story begins and like a device that's used is that a man is singing to Calliope for inspiration or praying to her for inspiration. And she is telling him the stories of all of these women. And it's just such a cool device to move the story along. It's beautifully written. And I like that it forces the reader to reckon with the effects of war and how it doesn't just affect the people who are fighting in it. You know, at this time, it was only men who were fighting during wars. And women were just as impacted, if not more, because they, are, they lose everything. Their husbands, their sons, brothers, fathers, they're sold off as slaves to, you know, whoever was, quote, victorious in the war. Um, or they're killed by their fathers for a bit of good wind. I'm looking at you, Agamemnon. So, yeah, I just, I, I thought this one was really special, really cool, just the way it was written, the way it told their stories. And Natalie Haynes actually has a book about Medusa that just came out in September that I'm really looking forward to getting because after reading this, I can only imagine what she would do with that story. Okay, next up, another one that I'm sure is no surprise to anyone. Circe by Madeline Miller tells the story of Circe, who is a goddess and sorceress which she possesses the power of witchcraft um, and she's the daughter of Helios, the god of the sun and she is banished to an island that I'm gonna butcher the pronunciation of I think it's Aia. I am not 100% don't quote me on that I looked up a video on how to pronounce it and I still feel like I'm saying it wrong now Madeline Miller uh, also wrote the song of Achilles and Again, Circe was one I really, really enjoyed, especially having read Ariadne first. Even though it's by two separate authors, in mythology, Circe is Ariadne's aunt, and Ariadne does make an appearance in Circe. And if you are someone who not even intimately familiar with Greek mythology, but you know the lore, Circe is a great one because there are so many different stories that are intertwined with her story and that come up throughout the book. And it's so cool to like see all that pop up, see all these characters that you may be familiar with. That was my favorite part of it. I felt like I was reading, you know, 20 stories in one. 
And I really liked the way Cersei was written. There were parts of it that were very difficult to get through just in terms of how she's treated by her family and people in her life. And it made it like, (laughs) it was tough to get through some of those passages because you just feel so strongly for her. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I think this one's a little more polarizing. Like, I don't know that it has the strong following that Song of Achilles does, but it was 10 out of 10. Well, 8 out of 10 would recommend to a friend. Okay, next one. And probably like in terms of my like Greek mythology collection, my most prized possession is so, so beautiful. If you're someone who likes audiobooks or ebooks over physical, this is one I highly, highly, highly recommend that you do a little splurge or justify to yourself somehow to get the physical copy of this book because it has illustrations in it that are just stunning. The cover itself is so, so pretty. It was a gift. And when I opened it, I just could not stop picking it up and looking at it. And, and I just wanted to hold it. It's so gorgeous. So Greek Myths, A New Retelling by Charlotte Higgins. Now, this one's really interesting because it's not a traditional like fiction retelling. Um, the way it's written is the scenes are reto- they're being woven into textiles by the women who are featured in them. So Athena, Helen, Circe, Penelope, a bunch of different Greek mytho- mythological figures. Um, it, it's retold as if they're weaving the story themselves. And you know, if you are into any kind of Greek mythology, or if you are familiar with it, you know that like weaving is very important in a lot of stories and plays a big role, and was a skill that a lot of women uh, had at this time. And I just think that's so unique and so original. And to be fair, I have not finished this one yet because I'm the queen of buying stuff or getting stuff that I don't read in a timely manner. But it's so pretty. It's so gorgeous. Like buy it for the cover and illustrations alone. And what I have read, I've really enjoyed. And this is like one of my absolute favorites in my entire book collection, just simply because of the experience of getting to read it and and see it visually. So now I have some honorable mentions and these are either ones that I haven't finished or have, but I haven't read and I want to read. So the first one is The Odyssey, but the translation by Emily Wilson. This is one that I found through the Let's Talk About Myths Baby podcast. Liv recommended it. And I've never read The Odyssey or The Iliad. And now that I'm like kind of getting into this kick, I feel like I, I just have to, you know, like I it's 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 like law. Um, so the Odyssey is, it details Odysseus's 10-year journey of returning back home to Ithaca after the Trojan War and the many, many Greek figures and characters that he encounters along the way. Cersei will make an appearance. What makes this one special is it's the first translation ever done by a woman. And so that is a huge part of why I was interested in it. Um, it's just wild to me that this work has been around for so long And the first translation by a woman was done in 2018. And then also, back to what I was saying about Greek Myths by Charlotte Higgins, this book is so beautifully bound. It has like a reflective material in the cover that like makes it come to life. It's just stunning. It's it's simplistic and so beautiful. Okay, so Pandora's Jar by Natalie Haynes. So this is another one that features like a cast of Greek women, but 
her inspiration for this was that in Greek myths, as I was kind of mentioning with the Thousand Ships, female characters are often pushed to the side or made to be like monstrous, vengeful, etc. Very negative connotations. Just like the titular figure Pandora, who in mythology is to blame, shocker, shocker, for all misery and evil because she just couldn't help herself from opening the box. Um, so Nyla kind of flips this idea on its head and retells her story amongst many other often vilified or misunderstood women like Medea, Jocasta, Helen, Medusa. It just kind of puts their stories at the forefront, showing their perspective, their origins as characters. And I have not yet read this one, but I'm really, really excited to. As I mentioned earlier in this episode, I've read A Thousand Ships by Natalie Haynes, which was so good. So I can only imagine that this will be just as good. And so yeah, that one's sitting on my shelf. There's no good reason for why I haven't read it yet. Not a one, just simply, I guess, the fact that I haven't read much of anything at all lately. Um, And as soon as I do, I will update somewhere, probably Instagram. Goodness gracious. I am losing my voice filming this. I did not realize not having a a co-host or a guest on the show would dry my throat out as fast as it is, but I'm really having a time. So excuse if I sound (laughs) different. Now I cannot shout out Let's Talk About Myths Baby without shouting out Liv Albert's own book. So Greek Mythology, The Gods, Goddesses, and Heroes Handbook by Liv Albert is like your go-to guide for prominent figures in Greek mythology. So it's illustrated and it was so cool, so much fun to read, especially I picked it up as I was starting to get into Greek mythology and it has like all these characters or <laughs> origin stories. It has their their origin story, who they are, um, important stories relating to them. It's just like all the basics, easily accessible. I have it on my shelf. Like my, I have a person, okay. I have my shelves that house most of my collection in my living room. And then in my bedroom, I have another shelf that's like the special books. So the ones I haven't read yet, ones that I have read and love and want like physically near me. Um, and this one is on that shelf. It's just, I think it's so well done. The illustrations are really cool. It's a really fun read. If you're like, like if you're listening to this episode and you're like, you know what? I don't know if I want to like fully jump into Greek mythology, but I'm kind of interested. Like I'm piquing you, your interest a bit. This is a great one to pick up. It's super affordable for what you get with it. Uh, I think it's 17 US dollars. And yeah, it's it will give you everything you need to know if you want to get started in Greek mythology. And then you can decide from there, like if you want to continue. And I can guarantee the answer will probably be yes, because it's just so fascinating. So I love it. So well done. One of my faves. And lastly, Electra by Jennifer Saint. So at the beginning of this episode, I talked about Ariadne. Electra tells the stories of Clytemnestra, Cassandra, and Electra, and the curse on the house of Atreus. So this details events following the Trojan War and what happens with Clytemnestra, Cassandra, and and Electra. Um, If you're not familiar, I'm definitely not going to spoil it because it is wild. That's that whole, the curse on the house of Atreus in terms of Greek mythology is such like a whole wild saga. And so I would love for you to uh, experience it fresh. Um, but again, this is one I actually have not read yet. And I was so eager for it to come out because I loved Ariadne so much and I was waiting, waiting, waiting for the release day. And it finally came out. When was this? May. Uh, it's now November. It's October. It's sitting on my shelf, looking gorgeous, collecting dust, 
for unknown reasons. So again, just like with Pandora's Jar, when I finally read it, I'll probably do some kind of like mini review or something on our Instagram to give my thoughts on it. Um, so you can be sure to follow us there if that is something you're interested in. And I think that about does it. So I appreciate you all for listening. This is my first time doing this kind of content here. So I also appreciate your patience as I kind of figure things out. But I'm really excited about this. I think it could be fun. It's going to be different. All those good things. I'm not saying you'll never see our old content ever again on this channel. Of course not. You know, like a deep analysis of a book is still one of my favorite things to do. But I think it'll be a lot easier to get this kind of content out more frequently. So I hope you enjoyed it. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at BookSolidPodcast. That's where all of the announcements for each new episode are going to live. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening if you haven't already. And I will see you on our next episode. Bye.